the Bible Study Podcast, episode 362. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues with the study of Psalms with Psalm 20. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're continuing on with a Psalm of David, Psalm 20, probably also with the second Psalm, Psalm 21. Psalm 20. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now, I find it interesting that I don't recognize this psalm, and it is a different form of psalm here in the first five verses because it is almost a blessing. It's almost like, may the road rise up and meet you. It's one of these things that is wishing for someone else other than the psalmist good things, and the good things are the Lord's favor. Now, I find it odd that I don't recognize this psalm because I know that within the last year I have read through psalms, through this psalm twice, and yet it didn't stick with me. And because of that, I may say that if you're having trouble taking the Bible and remembering it, one thing I might recommend is that you do what I'm doing here, which is trying to take the psalm and put it into your own words. And that may be for you, as it is for me, a particularly good way of getting more out of the psalm than otherwise. So going back and looking at these five verses, basically David is wishing for some unknown person or for some unspecific person this blessing, that God may be present with them, that they may have a good relationship with God. All of these things that he's talking about aren't just may good things happen to you, but may good things happen to you because of God. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress, and may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. So I'm praying that you will have a good relationship with God and that he will watch over you, and that he will guard you and keep you. May he send help from the sanctuary and grant support from Zion. So again, may God protect you. May he send his angels to watch over you would be the equivalent way of saying this. May God keep you and guard you. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. Now, that's a different thing. Because if we look in Isaiah, for instance, we get a lot of things from the prophet talking to God's people about when he would not accept their burnt offerings, when he would not accept their sacrifices. When we look in a lot of the prophets, we see those sort of things. The prophet Micah, that to obey is better than sacrifice. And so in Isaiah, for instance, around chapter 53, God, Isaiah lays into the people and says, you bring your sacrifices and then you go ahead and you do as you please. And that's not the sacrifice that God is looking for, that God is looking for a broken and contrite heart, that God is looking for people who actually bring the sacrifice, but really care about whether God is pleased. They don't just bring the sacrifice as duty, but they bring the sacrifice as part of a whole life that is trying to please God. Not please God necessarily to earn his favor, but please God because of what God has done is how we would say that certainly from a New Testament perspective. May he give you the desire of your heart and may all your plans succeed. Now, we know that there are promises in the Bible, some of them coming up in just a few weeks. Psalm 37, for instance, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, I have always thought that that didn't just mean that God wants me to have whatever I want, 
but that it means more that as I become more aligned with him, that it's easier then for God to say yes to the things that I desire as my desires become closer to his. But certainly a blessing to wish for someone is that they could get what they want and that all their plans would succeed. But even better would be to get what they need or get what God wants for them. And so that may be implied by David's prayer, but his prayer is just, may you get what you want. May we shout for joy over your victory. And I love that. May we shout for joy over victory. I'm looking at you and I see you're in distress and I see that you're in need of God sending help. And I see that you're in need of support. I see that you're in need of protection. But I look forward to the day when you have victory and we can shout for joy together and lift up our banners in the name of our God. So lift up our banners to declare the victory that has been won, has been won by and through God. May the Lord grant all your requests. And then David goes on to the second portion where he talks about what he knows. He says, now this I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fail, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king. Answer us when we call. And so David says, I understand that you're in distress, and I understand that you need help, and I pray that God will send that, and I pray that someday we will stand together and celebrate your victory, but you should know that I know that the Lord gives victory. I know that he answers from his heavenly sanctuary. I know that God is listening, and I know that he has a victorious power of his right hand, so that not just is God powerful, but God has victorious power. God has power that will win. And I tell this to you because you are in distress, because you need to see that victory. And then he says something that Pharaoh would agree with, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. And how can you not hear that and think of Pharaoh's army that perished in the Red Sea? This mighty army of one of the most powerful nations on the earth at the time, and going after this band of freed slaves that were no army and that were no threat, except that they were protected by the Lord God Almighty and his victorious right hand. And therefore, the Egyptians didn't stand a chance as they stood against the one true God. So David tells this to the unseen, unknown person that he has directed this psalm to. He says, I know that it looks like the enemy may have strength, but he says, better to trust in God than to trust in the strength of God of horses, of chariots, of armies, the strength of anything else. They were brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king. Answer us when we call. David now asks for victory and asks that God will answer this prayer. This prayer that he says he has seen God answer in the past, this prayer that he knows that God can answer. I was planning on continuing on to Psalm 21, but I see that I may have talked a little longer than I was planning. So let's look at just a couple more things in this psalm. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. And what is the word anointed again? Do you remember the Greek word for that is Christ? 
or Messiah. The Lord gives victory to his anointed, to his Christ, to his Messiah. He answers from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. As we are tied to Jesus and Jesus is tied to the Father, we have access, David would say, if he could put it in the New Testament terms, to the power of God through his anointed. Now, David would mean the anointed one being the king, and we would interpret that to be the king of all kings who is sitting at the right hand of God, the victorious power of his right hand. And we know who that is. Some trust in chariots and summon horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. What else do we trust in when we should be trusting in God? It's easy for us to trust in the security of our jobs, as and some have learned recently that they may not be as secure, or the security of our 401k, which may also go away, or our real estate holdings, or our family and friends even. Our country, our economy, there are many things that we can put our trust in. Not that those are bad things, but David is saying the ultimate source of security is when our trust is in God, a God who loves and cares for us. I pray this week that we can shout for joy over your victory, your victory over sin, your victory over habits, your victory over opposition, your victory over oppression. And I pray this week that you would trust in the name of the Lord our God. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.